from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Guess who won some money on Underdog Fantasy last night? This guy. You took Michael Forrest. <laughs> Mike Forrest in my pick'em. FAU. 20 off the bench. FAU beating Florida. Last night in Gainesville, we'll talk with FAU head coach Dusty May in just a couple of moments. Let me regale you with my tales of money women at Underdog Fantasy. There are so many fantasy games on a nightly basis at Underdog Fantasy. It's why I have declared it the most fun fantasy, my fantasy, the way I play fantasy sports, Underdog Fantasy. I don't play the fantasy football stuff where I'm waiting all week, uh, making waiver moves, uh, switching off. Uh, players who are in a bye week. No, 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 no. I need instant gratification. I need to play on a nightly basis, and that's what I get with Underdog Fantasy. For example, $5 entry to win a share of $40,000 in prizes Tuesday shooter on NBA Fantasy on Underdog Fantasy. You've also got Toe Drag Tuesday. What's that, Ken? Toe Drag Tuesday? That's NHL, baby. Come that's on, NHL man. Fantasy that right is. there. I'm looking at the Underdog app right now. These are the featured games. Battle Royale Week 11 NFL. Already set to go. Chance for you to win a share of $225,000. Goal line stand. The bomb. All of them. NFL games. College football. You've got Maxion tonight. You can play college football. Pick them tonight on Underdog Fantasy. I'm telling you, there's so many options. I'm back over the 200 mark. Okay. Big win last night, baby. Love it. Underdog Fantasy. They're going to double your deposit up to $100 if you use the promo code WESTPALM. The promo code WESTPALM. Double that deposit up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the free Underdog Fantasy app. Last night, Florida Atlantic went up to Gainesville and handed the Mighty Gators an L. A 76-74 final. I had the call on the FAU Basketball Radio Network from Learfield. Due to legal matters, I can't play that here on ESPN 106.3, but just trust me, it was one heck of a call. And the man who coached FAU to the win last night is Dusty May, and he joins us here on Ken LaVica Live. Coach, again, congratulations. I uh, I feel like we saw each other about seven seconds ago. You guys come back from Gainesville. You get back down to South Florida. Now that you've had time to sleep on it, I don't even know if you've slept on it, but it, You've had some time to to let it resonate. Uh, What are you feeling this morning after an upset like that? Well, Ken, it's tough because we have a quick turn against a very good team on Thursday. But I think the thing that uh, is most rewarding is we were able to fix several things that we didn't do well at Ole Miss um, a couple days prior to the Florida game. So just to see our guys improve in the same week, their focus, their attention to detail, um, but you know we still have a lot to clean up, and, and we can be we can be a much better basketball team than we were last night. But it was a great starting point for a team that I think has a really really high ceiling. Yeah, FAU played at Ole Miss on Friday, played at Florida last night. So you guys schedule back to back SEC games, the second and third game of the season. That is that's really putting your guys through the th- ringer right away. What's the thought process behind that when you're putting the schedule together? Well, the last couple of years, Ken, you know, the first couple of years on the job, we felt like we needed to learn how to win and get some confidence. So we scheduled a little bit lighter early in the season to hopefully get some momentum and some confidence. This year, we liked our, our returning roster and, and felt like we could compete with anyone. So we decided to play the hardest teams first and just to prepare us and, and, and remind our guys after a long off season 
how hard it is to win every single game, every single possession. So it was intentional, and it, it doesn't get much easier because of all the, the really good mid-major teams we play going forward. But, um, you know, to play these two big, strong, physical SEC teams, we're a little bit smaller, so we also wanted to see how we'd hold up on the glass and things like that against these teams. Florida Atlantic beats Florida last night, 76-74 in Gainesville. Bryant and Detroit coming up this week at FA Arena in Boca Raton. Thursday, it's Bryant. Saturday, it's Detroit. And for tickets, 866-FAU-WALS-FAU-TICKETS.COM, 866-FAU-WALS-FAU-TICKETS.COM. Now, there is video circulating uh, on social media of you walking into the locker room last night and mm-hmm. you seeing your team for the first time since the upset took place and they dump a bucket of water over your head, you're being lifted up in the air, you're soaking wet. Did you anticipate that coming? What's going through your mind as you're being accosted by your players in the locker room? No, kid, I didn't see it coming. Actually, I walked in, and, and there's a little training room before you went in the visitor's locker room where the staff had met and we had talked before the game. So usually we kind of gather our thoughts and, and try to come up with a, a cumulative message for the guys. And I walked in, and, and a couple of the players were trying to escort me. And, and at that point, I knew it was a booby trap. <laughs> and uh, luckily, I take ice-cold showers in the morning, so I was, I was mentally prepared for the ice, and, and it felt great. Coach, Coach May, I got to ask, uh, I know you had a great, you know, reassuring message for your team after the big upset win. Um, what was your message for your son on the other side of that upset? <laughs> oh, no, we just now we can start talking again. Uh, the last couple <laughs> of weeks, really, since season started, we probably have, have talked less than we ever have because I know myself, if I do, t- if we're talking regularly, I'm going to try to manipulate information from him. And uh, that's his team. That's that's where his passion and his time goes. So I didn't want to do that to him. And also, I didn't want to give him any information because I knew he was going to start asking about Mike Forrest and things like that. So uh, we just tried to keep it cordial so now we can go back to, to talking about each other's teams and practices and, and things like that because he, he wants to be a coach. He loves it. So we, we talk schematics. We talk personnel. So it's, it's going to be nice having him back as a son as opposed to an enemy as a son <laughs> yeah coach may's son jack plays for florida he was on the gators sideline last night fau beats the gators 76 to 74 dusty may with us here on ken levick alive fifth year fau head basketball coach after the upset of the gators yeah coach so we talked about you know upsetting teams and kind of the feelings going into it and everything and and me and ken got to discussing you know, I, I said I personally got a kick out of ruining people's nights, ruining their work weeks, having them kind of, you know, go home to their wife and just yell a little more like, do you get a kick out of that as, as, as much as the players I'm sure do, just silencing that crowd and just making them feel so, so bad down in the dumps? Uh, not, not necessarily the, the fans and all that. It's more of, uh, okay, now we, we feel like we're going we're gonna to be in this very similar environment when we play at FIU and when we play at UAB and we play the teams in our league. So we're always looking down the line, which our ultimate goal is a conference championship regular season. And after that, it's a, it's a, it's a conference tournament championship. So right. we're always uh, comparing and equating this to what we're going to see down the line. But it, it's awesome to go in and silence a crowd, especially a, a raucous SEC crowd. Mm. Um, and, and, and also to get paid to, to do it was, uh, was, was rewarding. Yeah, yeah. FAU definitely got paid a handsome sum of money to go up to Gainesville last night and, uh, and, and, and beat Florida. So Coach Main is five years at FAU, has, has beaten UCF, has nearly beaten Miami last year. Isaiah Wong saved the Canes at the buzzer. Uh, you, you beat Illinois. You beat Florida last night. 
I was telling the guys earlier, Coach, that before you came to FAU and I started calling Florida Atlantic games in 2007, I had called a total of one, count them, one winning basketball season at FAU. You're in your fifth year. That has suddenly ballooned to five winning seasons, above 500 records in a year at Florida Atlantic. What have you been able to do at this school, at FAU, with this program that really nobody has been able to unlock? Why have you seen success? And I can't speak for anyone else before or, or, or whatever the case, but um, our, our administration has been very, very supportive, and, and they've tried to help in every way possible to, to build a program. And from day one, I wanted to be here. I, I wasn't really ready to leave Gainesville for family reasons. Everyone was happy. And when I came down here, I, I instantly fell in love uh, with this area, with this university, with the administration. So I've always really wanted to be here. And then as far as our success, it's, it's such a cumulative effort uh, with the staff that's been here from day one and also the guys that have came here and, and added to it and then left uh, for higher-paying jobs. And then also the, the players. We have a really, really unique group of guys that um, – you know, they, they, most of them weren't highly recruited. A few of them were, but these guys have a chip on their shoulder. They really, really work. They enjoy the process, and, and they hold each other accountable. But that, that's the coolest thing is just to see even the guys that aren't playing major minutes happy for their teammates, excited for the teammates. That's, that's the most rewarding part of, of games and environments like last night. What message does it send that FAU, Florida Atlantic, this school in Boca Raton, Conference USA, goes up to Gainesville, Gainesville and beats Florida? What, what message does that send to not only the conference, but to college basketball fans and especially college hoops fans in this area? Well, Ken, we've talked about from day one, the first year or two, we were trying to earn respect. We, we wanted teams, when they saw us on the schedule, not to look at it as like a nice trip uh, to, to Palm Beach County, South Florida, Boca, whatever the case, and look at it as, oh, man, we got our hands full. This isn't going to be a, a, a walk in the park. And I think we did that. And then last year we were in this position a few times at New Mexico, Miami at home, you referenced them, and we just couldn't get over the hump. We couldn't make the pivotal plays down the stretch. Well, last night our guys showed great growth and maturity, and they're all older and they've been together. You know, the, the positives of a, of a team coming back with most of its roster. And those guys made the plays when they – you know, and we kept we, we, we you know we made some mistakes that kept it probably too interesting, but the guys made big free throws. They valued the ball. They they you know we had the arrow and they allowed a jump ball instead of throwing it out of bounds. So they did some really good things in in crunch time to find a way to win, especially when I thought with about four minutes left we were in position to pull away, and and Florida it, it was you know they came back they came storming back and made a run at us. So, uh, but the guys stepped up and made plays more than anything else. Uh, I, I did want to ask you this. It took me forever to come down last night uh, once I uh, I left the O-Dome. Uh, some people might think, oh, you go back to the hotel, you get to kick your feet up and enjoy a great upset win. That's not the case. You got on a bus with the rest of the team and then trucked it four and a half hours down uh, the turnpike or 95 to get back to Boca Raton in the way early hours of the morning. Uh, did you have any time last night to just sit back and, and enjoy the win or was it right to film and preparation for your next game coming up Thursday. How did Dusty May enjoy last night's win and for how long? Um, uh, I, I think once the press conference was over, I'd already turned my focus to Bryant. When I got on the bus, um, I, I probably haven't had that many text messages since uh, when we, we beat Wisconsin on a buzzer beater to go to the lead eight of four. <laughs> so uh, 
I, I spent about an hour, hour and a half responding to, to recruits and old friends and coaching buddies. And because the recruiting piece, you have to capitalize on, on, on big moments. And, and we're having more big moments as, as a program. But really feel like you got to capitalize on it and take advantage of the time. You have know, spent an hour, hour and a half with recruiting and connecting with people. And then it was uh, break down our game, analyze it. Uh, to get back home and, and, and rest your eyelids for a little bit and then jump on Bryant. But, um, you know, such a happy, happy balance. I mean, a, a, a good balance of, you know, spending your time on what's important with the preparation with our guys and then also with, with recruiting and, and taking advantage of this because we, we want to, we don't want to just have a good team. We want to have a, a consistent, really good program every single year that's in contention for championships. Well, Dusty May came to FAU after three years as an assistant at Florida, two members of his current staff. We're at Florida. Two former members of his FAU staff ended up going to Florida. His son plays at Florida. And then Dusty May brought his FAU team to Florida and won last night. There's no way you get another game scheduled with the Gators, right? Like, that's just done. That's not happening anymore. Well, kid, we had a game scheduled three straight years. And when Keontae Johnson had his, his, his heart deal, uh, it, we were supposed to play them right after. That got canceled. Then we were supposed to play them – I think the following year in the Orange Bowl, or maybe it's the year before that, and, and then that was during COVID. So this finally, I guess, third time's a charm. We were able to get the game, and, and Coach Golden told me several times this summer, this fall, this will be the last time we play you guys. So, um, <laughs> you know, unfor- unfortunately that that's the case. Maybe we'll have a chance to play them in the Orange Bowl or something like that down the line. But I would, I would mm-hmm. say it'll be a few, year hi- a few years uh, hiatus before we go back to Florida. That's right. We'll see him in the tournament. No big deal. No big deal. Hey, <laughs> coach, That'd really be great for both of us. Yeah, <laughs> coach, really appreciate the time. Congratulations again. Uh, there are a lot of super pumped people I haven't heard from in a long time who are suddenly, hey, you, uh, you got a, a hookup for tickets on Thursday, and so uh, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people that have had their uh, their eyes open now. FAU beating Florida last night in Gainesville. Coach, congrats again. We'll talk to you Thursday. Okay. Hey, Ken, appreciate it. There's a lot of positive news coming out of the program in the next couple of days also. So we're excited about the direction. Love it. Thank you so much, Coach. Appreciate it. That is Dusty May, FAU basketball coach, with us here on Ken Levick Alive. That's a foreshadowing at the end from Coach May? I think there is going to be a uh, significant um, mm. announcement today. I'm not at liberty to say, but it involves some uh, some cash. Mm. Some cash. Say less. Cash infusion. Lunch on y'all. Lunch on y'all. Yeah, and he didn't even hesitate to drop that, you know, that pay game. That reference. Oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, line. I, like I, I do that love, like I do love, like, of course, Florida after last night. Yeah, we're not going to play you again. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the most gator thing of all time. Of course not. Yeah. Why would you want to challenge at the mid-major level? Yeah. You get a hand in an L and you're too sensitive. The owls are a liability. Yeah. Well, the coach wants to keep his job. Yeah, I mean, you right, can't right. keep losing the. <laughs> Todd Golden's like, teams. bro, I'm three games in and I've already yeah. had a program loss that has has fans angry at yeah. me. I had a friend that was tweeting. I didn't know what he was tweeting about last night. Now I realize. Yeah. Uh, so also too, this is not some flash in the pan though. FAU has been steadily improving the last four or five years, and uh, they do have a lot of expectations this year. They were picked to finish top five in the conference this year. It's a team with a bunch of veterans with some youth infused into it. So again, FAU plays Thursday against Bryant, a very good mid-major. Detroit on Saturday at the Borough. Eight six six FAU Wiles. FAU Sports dot com. Get your tickets. Let's go to Cody in Delray. Cody's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Cody? Hey, I, I, I love that interview with Dusty May, but Stone. So you, so you asked him, do you like beating the other teams yep. so they can take it out on their significant other? Yep. 
I know you had to let him slide because it was a very nice interview, but just I'm going to give you the chance to go back on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Uh, I appreciate that for giving me the platform. Like right in to the middle back of that, on it. he said, "Hey, do you enjoy <laughs> making people angry? So they go yell at their wife." You know what? I, I think <laughs> I, I think I could have closed my eyes and just kind of enjoyed it myself. It kind of took me back when I used that line or asked him that question because me as a player, I feel like it was always something that motivated me. Like I always was looking at people. A domestic in the disturbance stand. motivated you. You're <laughs> digging yourself a bigger hole now. I just love silencing. Like Dusty May said, I love silencing crowds. It's it's honestly there's no better feeling like you had hinted at earlier on in the in the show. There's just no better feeling. Cody, appreciate the call, and you're very right. Right in the middle of the interview, where Dusty <laughs> Dusty is talking Dusty's about. Dusty just advert, I'm glad. And, he, and, and Dusty's too nice a guy to be yeah. like, what are you talking about? Such a co- I love the coach's talk. You can just feel the passion off. He of this had guy. to go coach speak after that though, because when you said yell yell you, at your you wives, let that one slip on the end for sure. Yeah, yeah, it slipped up. Like you were on track. Everything was going <laughs> straight. It was amazing. It was like one of those improv improvised. Oh Lord. Improvision, Uh-oh. improvisation, improvisational Uh-oh. plays that quarterbacks are making. I have my, my it's, it's my motor skills are messed up right now. Man. <laughs> Both I must of us. Had I too think much mine fun last was a motor motor. Uh, yeah, that was it too. So you know, how, like the quarterback's like dodging sacks. He's making like a, a lot of moves in the in the pocket. He's scrambling out. You're like, oh yes, yeah. Then he throws it in the double coverage and it's interception. Triple that's, coverage. That's that's what uh that's what happened there. For sure, for sure. I mean, but I just hey coach, <laughs> coach, you just upset Florida. Did you like it when you make the opposing fans so mad they go home and yell at their significant other? <laughs> you know, I said I didn't remember that I actually oh, had said man. that, except for that, Cody and Del Rey. So I forgot about that as well. And when so you said good. it, I was like, oh no. Oh, yeah. oh, See, no. when I looked at one another, we were like, good <laughs> lord. What was, man. You know, I think what I was really doing was testing uh, Dusty May's like. Media training. Like, oh, that's he, what you were doing? Can he avoid like getting into this controversial topic about, you know, that's kind of where I was headed with that one. <laughs> yeah. So we thank Dusty May. We apologize for Stone's <laughs> question to him, but we thank Dusty May for joining in the show. Go How Owls. many different college coaches are, you, are we going to have to apologize for your <laughs> questions know. directed towards them? I know. I don't that's know if two. we can apologize to Lovey Smith. We propelled them. We motivated them, honestly, to get off did to the hot Did he say Lovey Smith? He did say Lovey Smith. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Oh, my goodness. Do we have to You're bust out the R bingo. word? Are we going yeah. to bust out the R word he's here? He's about to hit yeah. like a... Uh... He's about to hit the holy trinity <laughs> yes. of... Oh, my goodness. Of, uh, of potentially <laughs> offensive screw-ups. Yes, yes. You've got the... Uh, it was definitely not Lovey Smith that we <laughs> talked Lovey to. Smith. But it was a black man. It was a black guy. Dino Babers. It was a black guy. In the right neighborhood. Are we, getting into the, are we getting into the can't tell the difference between two black men conversation with Stone? I'm trying to figure out. Do you remember who I am? I'm the TV guy. <laughs> my Brand- name starts with a T, not Tyree, but Brandon Dorsey. You're oh Brandon my God. Dorsey. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You got it. Stone. Listen, I guess they're both orange. You know, you guys saw where I went wrong. <laughs> man. Illinois, man. Syracuse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Lovey Smith is not the head coach of Illinois any longer. Though. I know. But okay. Yeah, I, I get. I kind of get it a little bit now. The Texans come down to Hard Rock Stadium in two weeks. Do you think he'll <laughs> he'll walk to the sideline and be like, Dino? Yeah. Coach Babers. <laughs> I could do that too. <laughs> Managed to pull that off. Yeah. Man. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN oh 106.3. We are going to keep Stone wow. from hitting the holy trinity of yes. offensiveness here. Get that dump buddy <laughs> button ready. Uh, well, the way things are going, it is his dump buddy right dump now. Buddy. It's going to be his it's friend. His it's going to keep him employed. Uh, let me tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach is where I got my Kia K5 GT. What a lovely automobile it is as it cruises throughout South Florida. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Now, I say cruises through South Florida. It depends when I'm driving. 
and where I'm driving. Because mm. there is a lot of stopped traffic and a lot of gridlock. But if you're going to be stopped in traffic because South Florida is just an overpopulated cesspool, you might as well do it in comfort and in style. And that's where my Kia K5 GT comes in. Because even if it's just brake lights galore in front of me, I know that I am driving in an automobile that is dependable, mm. it is safe, and it's eventually going to get me to where I need to be if I have my kids in tow, if I have a whole bunch of stuff I need to bring from one place to another, my Kia K5 GT is taking care of me. And I'm also not worried about the monthly payments because they are taking care of you. They have your back. They have the credit clinic on site at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. So easy to get to. Military trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. And check out that selection online. When we return, we've got plenty more to come, including Tim Hardaway. Uh-oh! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We went through some mandatory sensitivity training with Stone Labanowitz in the break, and now he's good. And he's back on track. I would yeah. say he learned his lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel new and improved. Who is the head coach at Syracuse? It is uh, Dino Baber. Who is the head coach of the Houston Texans? Lovey Smith. And they're not the same person. They are not. Good. Different, different guys. Good. Different Sensitivity guys. training has come to an end. Yes. Congratulations. We gave him a certificate with stickers and everything. Yeah, we're going to give him one of those badges that Herschel Walker had. <laughs> no, no, no. Too soon, Theo. That's... Oh, man. Yes. We want to thank Dusty May, FAU head basketball coach, for joining us here on Ken LaVica Live. A big upset of the Gators. Hand in Florida that L last night. Uh, you are not taking an L if you hurt yourself, if you, you injure your joints, if you injure your foot or your ankle because of Baptist Health Orthopedics. Care, they're taking care of you. Their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Want to spend a couple of minutes talking about one of my most passionate topics. And that's beards. It's facial hair. Mm. Dudes talking about beards, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, Paul Shalhoub, he is the mayor of Lake Clark Shores. He is litigation attorney at Schwed Law. He also is a man who, right now, like I'm just trying to keep pace with his big-time <laughs> beard with the 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November fundraising event upcoming Wednesday, November 30th at Palm Beach Gardens Marriott at 530 this is for charity. It's a great cause. We'll get and dive into that for a moment. But no shave November. Paul, first off, thanks for coming by. But second, this is light work. Like, we're just dudes growing beards. We can grow beards really well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're doing a heck of a job. You I'll too, you, but... man. You look great. <laughs> uh, so there are, there are two really good beards right now on the air. And then there's Theo and Stone. Yeah. 
And so <laughs> what I want to do, Paul, is Theo, we need to scout out Theo here because he's got he's got a, the nice mustache yeah, area, and then he's got the chin hair. Or something there. The old goatee. The, the yeah. Captain yeah. Morgan starter kit is what I call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes, that's a great description. But what about the sides, Theo? Have you ever tried to do the beard? I, You know, especially during the pandemic. I tried to see how much I could let it grow out. I let my hair grow out. I had the fro going for a while, and I had the beard technically growing out. It was grown as it was going to be, but there's not – you know how some people have patchy beards, and you're like, oh, your beard's kind of patchy. Maybe you get a little sheen, a little dye. I had like a patch on both sides, a very small patch. Um, oh. and it just didn't work out for me, so I I, I, I shave it off time. It's now let me work. let me ask you, Paul. When did you? And again, Paul Shalhoub with us here, litigation attorney, Schwedlaw, mayor of Lake Clark Shores. It is the seventh annual Young Lawyer Section No Shave November fundraising event, Wednesday, November thirtieth. Um, when did you start gaining the ability to go full fledged beard mode? Oh, well, probably around 18 or 19. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it started Thank early. You. I was shaving in high school, and I had a full fledged beard by the time. I graduated at 18. Man, I could talk beards all day. Stone, <laughs> Stone, you you have stubble. Are well, you able to beard it up? I mean, it's funny you ask because I consider this my thick beard right here. <laughs> like, I think what I have on the sides, and I let it go down the neck a little bit. Just because you can see some full? facial hair doesn't mean it's a full beard. Yeah, well, it's my full beard. Okay. <sighs> but yeah. if it, can it go it any longer? It just thins out if I let it keep going right now. So, no. Can't I can't? That's all I got. All right, that's all you got. So, Paul, it's you and I. It's it's hey. it's you and I. We're the elite, the elite portion of the beard growing unit right here. What's up with that? Uh, I, hey, you yeah, know like, what? what? Is this some kind of like what is it, the chosen ones? Like, is there a birthright to beards? Like, I don't. I get think it. it's actually part of it. I, it's yeah, part of the genetics a little bit. You can't question greatness. All right, right, um. that's true. <laughs> and and greatness comes in how much facial hair you oh can grow. Goodness. Sorry, Paul and I don't make the rules. Uh, young lawyers section, no shave November fundraising event that's aimed at growing cancer awareness within the community while raising funds to benefit local charity, Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope. And so the this event, the No Shave November event, the Young Lawyers section being involved in this, again, and this is the seventh annual, how did this all get going and how is it sustained over the years, Paul? Sure, thank you. So uh, about eight or so years ago, I was going to hearings and mediations, depositions, and I'd see attorneys that normally are clean shaven show up with beards or some scruff a mustache goatee and it was the month of november and i told them hey welcome to the club <laughs> you know and and they said no 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 this is just for the month this is just for november movember no shave november and i'm like well are you doing anything else about it are you raising any awareness are you raising any funds is there a charitable aspect to it and every single one of them said, no, nah, I'm just using it as an excuse to go in the office and not shave. Mm-hmm. So after hearing this from a number of guys, it started to bother me a little bit. And I said, you know, there's got to be a way that we can engage the community, participate in No Shave November, and actually help members of our community at the same time. So I went to the Young Lawyers section. At the time, he was the president, Lou Delgado. Now he's Judge Lou Delgado. And I told him I had this idea to get a bunch of prominent men in our community to not shave for the month of November and go out and ask people to donate and raise money as they go through the whole month without shaving. And with his support and the support of the Young Lawyers section of the Palm Beach County Bar, we were able to make it happen. And so there are headliners for this event, prominent people in the community who are growing facial hair to the best of their ability. Some better than others. Uh, I'm a headliner. Of course, Paul is a headliner. There's a number of us, though. And at this event, Wednesday, November 30th, at the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott at 530, these beards then are going to be shaved off 
by barbers from Barber's Edge Barbershop. It is going to be a mass facial shaving at, <laughs> at the, the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott. And again, uh, you, you can donate to charity as we are all growing out our beard for No Shave November. Participate, donate, caah.org. That's caah.org. Sorry, caah.org. And donate money. Participate. Be involved in this. And this has really grown into quite the event over the last several years. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, when we started this, uh, the first event raised around twelve thousand dollars wow. a second was around 10 the third around 14 right before the pandemic in 2019 we raised over forty five thousand dollars and then the last year after taking covid year off we raised over seventy five thousand mm. dollars and every single penny every single penny raised by the headliners goes directly into a fund maintained by cancer alliance of help and hope for the sole use of the men in our community who are going through cancer treatment and needed the money the most so that's what makes this so special. Every dollar that these gentlemen are going out there and raising is going directly to benefit the men in our community. It's not going to overhead. It's not going to cost of the event. It's not going to anything but to the men who need it the most, and it's staying local and it's being raised local. The men suffering from cancer, the men who are fighting cancer, every cent, like Paul said, your Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope, anything you donate is going purely 100% unadulterated to that. C-A-H-H.org, C-A-H-H.org. Paul Shalhoub, the litigation attorney, Shwed Law, but the mayor of Lake Clark Shores. I don't think the last time I saw you or spoke to you, Trying to think if you were the mayor of Lake Clark Shores. I wasn't yet. the mayor. Yeah, the I was is, just a councilman. Yeah. So, uh, so now we've got we've got the boss man in here. Uh, <laughs> what is what's going on in Lake Clark Shores right now? I tell you, we what, we're, we're growing, and uh, the housing market has been wonderful. We had we had seen a twelve over twelve percent increase in uh, home values there. Lake Clark Shores is trending in the right direction for many years and for many years to come. Well, that's because Paul Shalhoub is the mayor. You like right. Put it like on the top right. There. Do you have a sash? Do you ever wear a sash? No. Okay. Sash. no. okay just, every now and then, I, would, I would pull it out every now and then to stunt. Theo thinks like, this just, is like the Simpsons with Mayor Quimby. Yeah. I'm just saying. I just had to ask. I had to ask. You don't get this opportunity often. I'm a that's sports true. reporter. I'm not a news reporter that's anymore, true. so I can't that, sit next to mayors what he, every day. What if he's like, I'm so glad you asked, and he pulled yeah. out the sash? Oh, that exactly. See, that would be a power move. Which is why you got to ask the question. You got it in your back pocket? Paul Shalhoub, the Mayor of Lake Clark Shores. And again, it's the 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November fundraising event. Wednesday, November 30th, Palm Beach Gardens Marriott. Everything starts at 530. It's not just people showing up and uh, just watching a bunch of guys sit down and get shaved. There's a lot more to it. Come out, have drinks, hang out. Uh, It's a ton of fun. And then... There's the shaving part of it, but that's fun in and of itself. Right. Uh, so it's just a good time. And again, at what Paul mentioned, and this is the most important part, donate. Be a part of this because every cent of this goes to Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope and goes to the men who are battling cancer right now. C-A-H-H.org. C-A-H-H.org. The 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November event benefiting Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope. C-A-H-H.org. Paul Always good to catch up. Always good to see you. And uh, uh, I know that you and I typically are sporting beards regardless, but I'm sure come November 30th, it'll be nice to take a little weight off of our face. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be the one day I go clean shaven, and then on December 1st, I start growing it back again. Yeah. Do do you have kids? I do. So when you're clean shaven, are they like, oh, my God, who is this guy? Yeah, they they respond uniquely every year. They're five, (laughs) and my youngest will be three in January. 
So um, they touch me, and they're trying to figure out like, where to go. Are you growing it back? And then as we get close to the event, my oldest will continue to ask me, when are you shaving your beard? When are you shaving your beard? When's it going? Because right now it's quite long, and, and uh -huh. they, they don't prefer it in this life. Okay, okay. <laughs> they like it more kept. I, yes. I understand that. I yeah. understand that. Well, Paul, awesome talking beards with you. Great beard, sir. Likewise, Ken. Paul Thank you very much. Paul Mayor Lake Clark Shores. Find out more about the 7th Annual Young Lawyer Section No Shave November fundraising event. Go to CAHH.org and come on out to the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott Wednesday, November 30th at 5.30. We'll come back. More to come here on Ken Levick Alive, including Temple of Troll. And there's a new bull name that we have to focus on. I'm intrigued by it. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the Anajar yeah, and Levine yeah. Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm yeah. Beach, do you it. are listening to Ken LaVica Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right. Stone LeBanowitz, in case you're just joining us, we are on the verge of canceling him. Whoa. Cancel culture is hitting Stone LeBanowitz. Uh, it's right at your door. The silent assassin Christian Cat tweets in, the podcast for hour two of today's show should be titled Stone Gets Canceled. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Stone Lebanowitz, while we had on triumphant FAU head basketball coach Dusty May, asked Coach May if he enjoys going to opposing arenas, beating the opposing team, and causing the fans to get so angry they go home and yell at their significant others. That was step one of the Stolabanowitz cancellation. Yep, yep. Then, that happens. Just moments later. Just, just, just moments later. Like, literally three heartbeats later. Yeah, you don't have to that. skip far, yeah. forward too fast in the uh, podcast the, to get to this. Stone pull. Yeah, that's, that's true. Don't even drag yeah. the little dot along the bar. Just press 15 seconds yeah. later, and you're going to find You'll it. You'll hit right on it. Stone did the, they all look the same. When he, uh, why are you laughing at that? Theo? He called Syracuse on point. That's what he did. He called Syracuse head football coach uh, Dino Babers Lovey Smith. Uh, so, too. so Stone Stone is on the verge of being canceled. But Stone, you said you are trying to cancel Theo now. Yeah, you know, it's like I got to clear my name. So like I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to cook up these reasons, like how can I get Theo out of there. And, uh, -dee -dee. Why not Ken? See, and this is going to be more on your cancellation and, and resume. And whoop-de-doo, Theo did it to himself. I'm not going to lie. I think what he just did there with Mayor Paul was just as disrespectful <laughs> as what I did. Asking him if he was going to... Mayor Paul Shalhoub of Lake Park Shores. This guy, this guy, this uneducated, uncultured guy talks about... Is that racist? Are you going to wear your... No, it's not because he said, are you going to wear your sash? Like, this guy's some cartoon. <laughs> like, it's 1962. Yeah, like he's a caricature of yeah, a mayor. Yeah, and he Wait, waves to the people in think, his sash. That why are you mayor. calling Theo uncultured, though? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't wear <laughs> sashes nowadays. This is 2022. <laughs> This is not. Well, I mean, that's true. Like Shriners, <laughs> Shriners wear sashes. Like Queen Hold Elizabeth. On. Queen Elizabeth wears a sash. <laughs> not. Hold on. No. You know. I thought it was kind of disrespectful. This is a big man, big yeah. boss right here in us. Okay. Now I will say, when I said it, I was like, that's slightly patronizing to him in his, <laughs> yeah. in his mayorship. Yeah. It is. You it did was. decide to go for it. It did. But it was. And too it was late. face to face. It he was, was sitting two feet away from him. He was right late. here. Same with me. I feel you. It was too late. It was you know? too late, right? Robbie Smith came out. I was like, uh-oh. But here's the thing, though. I knew his right arm was facing me. And, and for the, the listeners don't know, but he just had a, a shoulder surgery, so he couldn't reach out and slap me if he wanted yeah. to. So I was right. protected. Yeah, he couldn't cheek check you yeah, like Jesus would. But no, I didn't mean it in a demeaning way. But when he said mayor, that's the only thing I could think of. And I had to get it out. I had to get it out. Sorry. 
You know, I know he does a lot of important stuff outside yes. of the sash. Uh, you know, awesome what? guy. I I feel like you know what I'll admit to to fault today too <laughs> because I for a split second as I earlier was saying hey Wales England. If you thought yeah, Queen yeah. Elizabeth dying yeah. was bad, just wait until U.S. soccer <laughs> finds you in the first two matches of the World Cup. I momentarily felt bad about that. Yeah. So I will also, well, I appreciate while that. we're airing out everybody else's um, uh, issues that they have presented today and wrought to them being canceled, I will also admit to at least dipping my toe in the cancel pool. Yeah, I'm, okay? not, I'm not going, the ship's not going down alone. You yeah. guys are coming you, with me so here. So we all got to go <laughs> And I appreciate you Grab guys though, for stepping up. This show absolutely is the Titanic. We are about to head uh. to the bottom of the sea, never to be heard from again, at least for 75 years. Okay? Um, I This caught my attention, and this is silly. This is, this is silly. This is not hardcore sports talk, but it did bring me back to my childhood because uh, as I was, was, was checking this out yesterday, I noticed that on social media, it has been debuted a new, a brand new bowl game. So, you know there's been the Cheez-It Bowl yes. for several years in Orlando, right? Well, now the Citrus Bowl, also playing in Orlando, the title sponsor is the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Because as everybody knows, there's no better food combination than cheese and citrus. That's weird. That's right. Oh, man. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Just hearing it makes my stomach start to churn. Yeah. But here's why. Well, go, well, I think, can we guess? I mean, oh, I guess not. No, yeah, guess. Guess why. I, I just find it really weird. It was like they were in a meeting, and you had the people, the higher-ups in the Cheez-It Company and the higher-up in the Citrus Bowl Company. <laughs> they were like, no, we want the name to be the Citrus Bowl. So we want the name to be the Cheez-It Bowl. Well, and they couldn't come to an agreement, so they're like, fine, we all get it. And they just put them both on there. I don't no, know how else That is happens. definitely not what happened. But citrus is in the... Citrus, citrus is the is name not of a the company. bowl. Right, it's not a company. It's I know. the bowl game. The, well, the Citrus Bowl. Oh, the so citrus they were bowl like, people. I thought you thought that there was a company called Citrus. No, no, the Citrus Bowl people are like, we're not changing it. Oh, like, well, no. We still want our name on it. Fine, no. we'll just both do it. No, 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 but there's already a cheese bowl so you can't have a second cheese bowl So there was no, like... Tug of war over what the name of the bowl uh, was going to be. What happened is Cheez It said, Hey, bought a second bowl. Yeah, we would like to be the title sponsor. We have some extra Cheez It money laying around. Hey, Citrus Bowl. <laughs> extra we, cheese. You have an open title <laughs> yeah, sponsorship. So the, here you go. There. Yeah. How'd you miss that? They have extra cheese. They have extra. Oh, Why would good. you? Yeah, you got to hit you that. You usually are the ones. I'm sorry. On how would you? I'm sorry. That was very mean of me. Yeah. And I apologize for just steamrolling over that. That was no, well done. Not only did you steamroll over it, you more so offended me by not doing it because this is your thing. I'm getting canceled now. Yeah. <laughs> this is your thing. I had to step in and do it. Um, this is great for me. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, and this is no joke, I used to drink orange juice with everything. Everything. And one of my go to's for a snack was Ritz crackers, melted cheddar cheese. With a big tall glass of orange juice. Wow. Everything. Ugh. And I does it now now Stone having that reaction to me tells me just how gross it is. Oh yeah. Because this man houses like five steaks at a time. Yeah. He lays in bed and eats pierogies. Yeah. He downs Takis oh, yeah. like he's got it a heroin addiction, except the heroin <laughs> is Takis. Mm. And for him to have that reaction, and this was common for me. Orange <laughs> juice. With basically Ritz nachos and salsa. 
Salsa, okay. cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. orange juice. Yeah. What, what are you doing? That's, yeah, that's but bad. that reminded me of that. The, like It's bringing oh. me back to my childhood. The cheese and citrus bowl, it seems like a weird combination. Cheese and citrus, but I lived it. I lived it. It was part of my childhood, and now it's back, you, and it's hurting my stomach thinking about it. You were eating like poverty nachos. <laughs> yeah. With, Wait, with, hold on. With Orange Why are juice. Ritz crackers are more expensive than tortilla chips. So I would argue that it's not poverty nachos. <laughs> no, I would argue that it's elite nachos. It's upper class Wrong. nachos. It's, it's, like, it's like the same thing as using a slice of bread as a hot dog bun when you run out of hot no, dog buns. No, it's not. Yes. It's like you got to go to the backup. Is using buttery delicious Ritz crackers is your nacho base like using white bread Fold it around a hot dog as your bun. Because I say those are two entirely different things. No, 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 no. You know what is the equivalent of that is using saltine crackers as your nacho base. Ritz crackers classes up the joint. Theo, would you kind of disagree? I kind of want to go the opposite. Yeah, saltine crackers are, are like a better yeah. delicacy than Ritz what? crackers. They're yeah. thinner, they're they're thinner more Tostito-like. Yeah. What's, what's more poverty is a cracker? <laughs> Salty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could go so many different ways. And we did it. Can is canceled. It's, it's over with. This is this <laughs> Hey, all you crackers out there. What's more poverty is a cracker? A saltina or a Ritz? 888-760-3776. Oh 888-760-3776. What's more of a poverty cracker? A saltina oh or a Ritz? Gosh. Because I say a Ritz is infinitely more high class than a saltine. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Poverty nachos. We Nonsense. Ritz crackers are buttery and delicious. I don't know. It's, they're poverty nachos, man. When you're, when you're adding salsa and ingredients to them like that, man, it's like, not. what are you trying to cook up there? Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, honestly, it's a little it's weird. It's not the same like, thing as parents... putting white bread around a hot dog, which I've done plenty of times. Oh, plenty. That's plenty. honestly more respectable. No! Why the disrespect for the Ritz? What's more of a poverty cracker? You're such a big Ritz guy. Saltines or Ritz crackers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We take calls from crackers or about crackers when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. My Ritz crackers would be more poverty if I was using easy cheese on them. You melt that cheese on them, Ritz crackers, it's like the caviar of crackers. <laughs> I'll try it tonight and I'll let you know. I'm not excited. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. You might you might need some uh, medicinal inducing <laughs> to make you enjoy that. Well, don't drink it with the orange juice like I did when I was a kid. No way. Saltines are low end, no, like cheapy. I'm with you. Just because they crumble a little easier, like doesn't make them low end. And they're They're the cheapest. No, they're basic. They're They're basic. They're basic crackers. I think they're more saltier than a Ritz cracker. They are. There's more salt on those. There's more salt on saltines. Ritz is buttery and delicious. I would rather take baked. I would saltines take, are just like salty and square and basic. I'll take thin and salty over thick and buttery. Yeah, any day of for the week. sure. In a cracker? Yes. No, no. Give me a salt. That cracker melts on your tongue. It's delicious. Saltines they just make your mouth dry. They they suck up your soul. Mm. A Ritz cracker is like a Popeye's biscuit. But go ahead. 
Oh my God. Are you people high? Your culinary delights, your culinary preferences, that's poverty. Kenny's in West Palm. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Hey, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Hey, I got to say, saltine crackers are synonymous synonymous with poverty carbs. I got to say. <sighs> See? Yeah, oh. I got to say. It's, like, say. it's, it's basically eating cardboard with salt oh. on it. And appreciate the call. Saltines are poverty. There's nothing lower than a saltine in the cracker hierarchy. I, guess, I don't know, man. That's There are more yeah, in a saltine box than there are reds, probably so because they more. can pump so many out the margin, right? Yes, because yeah. it's a poor man's cracker. That's fine. No. That's fine. I can't have that. I can't have that. I don't, Not know, if on we'll, my watch. I don't know if we would ever win that battle because, yeah, the saltines are at the bottom. They're on the bottom shelf, right? Yeah. Because, and, and they're the cheapest. You maybe, can get a whole maybe box. I'm sorry. When affordable it comes, doesn't, doesn't. When it comes to snack crackers, it's the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Ritz crackers are the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Um, eh, They're like the Jupiter Island. I was about to say, no, come on. Ritz are not better than saltines, man. That's just. And also, it's if they were so much better, why is he Decking them out with fake cheese and sauce. Because I like nachos. I like melted cheese on things. Yeah, yeah, I put melted so cheese good. on everything. They're so good. Why do you have to use all those additives? Okay, a lot of times Berry I'll bonds. just eat rich crackers yeah, I, I, by himself. The, the problem is we would lose in the court of public opinion. Yeah, I think a lot of people are haters Haters yeah. on saltines. No, because yeah. they have common sense with their taste buds. Uh, it, they just haven't been in the trenches. Yeah. What does that mean? It's us, me, Stone, and Skip Bayless are, are <laughs> Mar- grinders. Married to the game. Yeah. <laughs> married to the saltine. That's right. His and, and his wife first. married to a cracker. <laughs> Theo Dorsey, it's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Guess who won some money on Underdog Fantasy last night? This guy. You took Michael Forrest. <laughs> Mike Forrest and my pick'em. FAU. 20 off the bench? FAU beating Florida last night in Gainesville. We'll talk with FAU head coach Dusty May in just a couple of moments. Let me regale you with my tales of money winning at Underdog Fantasy. There are so many fantasy games on a nightly basis at Underdog Fantasy. It's why I have declared it the most fun fantasy, my fantasy, the way I play fantasy sports, Underdog Fantasy. I don't play the fantasy football stuff where I'm waiting all week, uh, making waiver moves, uh, switching off uh, players who are in a bye week. No, 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 no. I need instant gratification. I need to play on a nightly basis, and that's what I get with Underdog Fantasy. For example, $5 entry to win a share of $40,000 in prizes, Tuesday shoot-around, NBA Fantasy on Underdog Fantasy. You've also got Toe Drag Tuesday. What's that, Ken? Toe Drag Tuesday? That's NHL, baby. Come That's on, NHL man. Fantasy that right there. I'm looking at the Underdog app right now. These are the featured games. Battle Royale, Week 11, NFL. Already set to go. Chance for you to win a share of $225,000. Goal line stand, the bomb, all of them. NFL games. College football. You've got Maxion tonight. You can play college football. Pick them tonight on Underdog Fantasy. I'm telling you, there's so many options. I'm back over the 200 mark. Okay. Big win last night, baby. Love it. Underdog Fantasy. They're going to double your deposit up to $100 if you use the promo code West Palm. The promo code West Palm. Double that deposit up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. Use the free 
Underdog Fantasy app. Last night, Florida Atlantic went up to Gainesville and handed the Mighty Gators an L, a 76-74 final. I had the call on the FAU Basketball Radio Network from Learfield. Due to legal matters, I can't play that here on ESPN 106.3, but just trust me, it was one heck of a call. And the man who coached FAU to the win last night is Dusty May, and he joins us here on Ken LeVick Alive. Coach, again, congratulations. I uh, I feel like we saw each other about seven seconds ago. You guys come back from Gainesville. You get back down to South Florida. Now that you've had time to sleep on it, I don't even know if you've slept on it, but it You've had some time to, to let it resonate. Uh, what are you feeling this morning after a, a, an upset like that? Well, Ken, it, it's tough because we have a quick turn against a very good team on Thursday. But I think the thing that uh, is most rewarding is we were able to fix several things that we didn't do well at all Miss um, a couple of days prior to the, the Florida game. So just to see our guys improve in the same week, their focus, their attention to detail, um, but you know we still have a lot to clean up, and, and we can be we can be a much better basketball team than we were last night. But it was a great starting point for a team that I think has a really really high ceiling. Yeah, FAU played at Ole Miss on Friday, played at Florida last night. So you guys schedule back to back SEC games, the second and third game of the season. That is that's really putting your guys through the th- ringer right away. What's the thought process behind that when you're putting the schedule together? Well, the last couple of years, Ken, you know, the first couple of years on the job, we felt like we needed to learn how to win and get some confidence. So we scheduled a little bit lighter early in the season to hopefully get some momentum and some confidence. This year, we liked our, our returning roster and, and felt like we could compete with anyone. So we decided to play the hardest teams first and just to prepare us and, and, and remind our guys after a long off season how hard it is to win every single game every single possession. So it was intentional, and it, it doesn't get much easier because of all the, the really good mid-major teams we play going forward. But, um, you know, to play these two big, strong, physical SEC teams, we're a little bit smaller, so we also wanted to see how we'd hold up on the glass and things like that against these, these teams. Florida Atlantic beats Florida last night, 76-74 in Gainesville. Bryant and Detroit coming up this week at FA Arena in Boca Raton. Thursday, it's Bryant. Saturday, it's Detroit. And for tickets, 866-FAU-ALLS-FAU-TICKETS.COM, 866-FAU-ALLS-FAU-TICKETS.COM. Now, there is video circulating uh, on social media of you walking into the locker room last night and Mm -hmm. you seeing your team for the first time since the upset took place, and they dump a bucket of water over your head. You're being lifted up in the air. You're soaking wet. Did you anticipate that coming? What's going through your mind as you're being accosted by your players in the locker room? No, kid, I didn't see it coming. Actually, I walked in, and, and there's a little training room before you went in the visitors' locker room where the staff had met and we had talked before the game. So usually we kind of gather our thoughts and, and try to come up with a, a cumulative message for the guys. And I walked in, and, and a couple of the players were trying to escort me. And, and at that point, I knew it was a booby trap. <laughs> and uh, luckily, I take ice-cold showers in the morning, so I was, I was mentally prepared for the ice, and, and it felt great. Coach May, I got to ask, uh, I know you had a great, you know, reassuring message for your team after the big upset win. Um, what was your message for your son on the other side of that upset? <laughs> oh, no, we just now we can start talking again. Uh, the last couple <laughs> of weeks, really, since season started, we probably have, have talked less than we ever have because I know myself, if I do, t- if we're talking regularly, I'm going to try to manipulate information from him. 
And uh, that's his team. That's that's where his passion and his time goes. So I didn't want to do that to him. And also, I didn't want to give him any information because I knew he was going to start asking about Mike Forrest and things like that. So uh, we just try to keep it cordial so now we can go back to, to talking about each other's teams and practices and, and things like that because he, he wants to be a coach. He loves it. So we, we talk schematics. We talk personnel. So it's, it's going to be nice having him back. As a son, as opposed to an enemy. As a son. <laughs> yeah, Coach May's son, Jack, plays for Florida. He was on the Gators sideline last night. FAU beats the Gators 76-74. Dusty May with us here on Ken LeVick Alive, fifth-year FAU head basketball coach after the upset of the Gators. Yeah, Coach, so we talked about you know upsetting teams and kind of the feelings going into it and everything, and, and me and Ken got to discussing – you know, I, I said I personally got a kick out of ruining people's nights, ruining their work weeks, having them kind of, you know, go home to their wife and just yell a little more like, do you get a kick out of that as, as, as much as the players, I'm sure, do, just silencing that crowd and just making them feel so, so bad down in the dumps? Uh, not, not necessarily the, the fans and all that. It's more of, uh, okay, now we, we feel like we're going we're gonna to be in this very similar environment when we play at FIU and when we play at UAB and we play the teams in our league. So we're always looking down the line, which our ultimate goal is the conference championship regular season. And after that, it's a, it's a, it's a conference tournament championship. So right. we're always uh, comparing and equating this to what we're going to see down the line. But it, it's awesome to go in and silence a crowd, especially a a raucous SEC crowd, mm. um, and, and and also to get paid to, to do it was, uh, was, was was rewarding. Yeah, yeah, FAU definitely got paid a handsome sum of money to go up to Gainesville last night and uh, and 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 beat Florida. So. Coach Maine is five years at FAU, has has beaten UCF, has nearly beaten Miami last year. Isaiah Wong saved the Canes at the buzzer. Uh, you, you beat Illinois. You beat Florida last night. I was telling the guys earlier, Coach, that before you came to FAU and I started calling Florida Atlantic games in 2007, I had called a total of one, count them, one winning basketball season at FAU. You're in your fifth year. That has suddenly ballooned to five winning seasons, above 500 records in a year at Florida Atlantic. What have you been able to do at this school, at FAU, with this program that really nobody has been able to unlock? Why have you seen success? And I can't speak for anyone else before or, or, or whatever the case, but um, our, our administration has been very, very supportive, and, and they've tried to help in, ev- in every way possible to, to build a program. And from day one, I wanted to be here. I, I wasn't really ready to leave Gainesville for family reasons. Everyone was happy. And when I came down here, I, I instantly fell in love uh, with this area, with this university, with the administration. So I've always really wanted to be here. And then as far as our success, it's, it's such a cumulative effort. Uh, with the staff that's been here from day one and also the guys that have came here and, and added to it and then left uh, for higher-paying jobs. And then also the, the players. We have a really, really unique group of guys that, um, you know, they, they most of them weren't highly recruited. A few of them were, but these guys have a chip on their shoulder. They really, really work. They enjoy the process, and, and they hold each other accountable. But that, that's the coolest thing is just to see even the guys that aren't playing major minutes happy for their teammates, excited for the teammates. That's, that's the most rewarding part of, of games and environments like last night. What message does it send that FAU, Florida Atlantic, this school in Boca Raton, Conference USA, goes up to Gainesville, Gainesville and beats Florida? What, what message does that send to not only the conference, but to college basketball fans and especially college hoops fans in this area? 
Well, Ken, we've talked about from day one. The first year or two, we were trying to earn respect. We, we wanted teams, when they saw us on the schedule, not to look at it as like a nice trip uh, to, to Palm Beach County, South Florida, Boca, whatever the case, and look at it as, oh, man, we got our hands full. This isn't going to be a, a, a walk in the park. And I think we did that. And then last year, we were in this position a few times at New Mexico, Miami at home. You referenced them. And we just couldn't get over the hump. We couldn't make the pivotal plays down the stretch. Well, last night, our guys showed great growth and maturity. And they're all older, and they've been together. You know, the, the positives of a, of a team coming back with most of its roster. And those guys made the plays when they, you know, and, and we kept, we, 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 you know, we made some mistakes that kept it probably too interesting. But the guys made big free throws. They valued the ball. They, they, you know, we had the arrow, and they allowed a jump ball instead of throwing it out of bounds. So they did some really good things in, in crunch time to find a way to win, especially when I thought with about four minutes left, we were in position to pull away. And, and Florida, it, it was re, you know, they came back, they came storming back and made a run at us. So, uh, but the guys stepped up and made plays more than anything else. Uh, I, I did want to ask you this. It took me forever to come down last night uh, once I uh, I left the O-Dome. Uh, some people might think, oh, you go back to the hotel, you get to kick your feet up and enjoy a great upset win. That's not the case. You got on a bus with the rest of the team and then trucked it four and a half hours down uh, the turnpike or 95 to get back to Boca Raton in the way early hours of the morning. Uh, did you have any time last night to just sit back and, and enjoy the win or was it right to film and preparation for your next game coming up Thursday. How did Dusty May enjoy last night's win and for how long? Um, uh, I, I think once the press conference was over, I'd already turned my focus to Bryant. When I got on the bus, um, I, I probably haven't had that many text messages since uh, when we, we beat Wisconsin on a buzzer beater to go to the lead eight quarter. <laughs> so uh, I, I spent about an hour, hour and a half responding to, to recruits and old friends and coaching buddies. And because the recruiting piece, you have to capitalize on, on, on big moments. And, and we're having more big moments as, as a program. But really feel like you got to capitalize on it and take advantage of the timing of it. So I spent an hour, hour and a half with recruiting and connecting with people. And then it was uh, break down our game, analyze it. Uh, to get back home and, and, and rest your eyelids for a little bit and then jump on Bryant. But, um, you know, such a happy, happy balance. I mean, a, a, a good balance of, you know, spending your time on what's important with the preparation with our guys and then also with, with recruiting and, and taking advantage of this because we, we want to, we don't want to just have a good team. We want to have a, a consistent, really good program every single year that's in contention for championship. Well, Dusty May came to FAU after three years as an assistant at Florida, two members of his current staff. We're at Florida. Two former members of his FAU staff ended up going to Florida. His son plays at Florida. And then Dusty May brought his FAU team to Florida and won last night. There's no way you get another game scheduled with the Gators, right? Like, that's just done. That's not happening anymore. Well, kid, we had a game scheduled three straight years. And when Keontae Johnson had his, his, his heart deal, uh, it, we were supposed to play them right after that got canceled. Then we were supposed to play them – I think the following year in the Orange Bowl, or maybe it's the year before that, and, and then that was during COVID. So this finally, I guess, third time's a charm. We were able to get the game, and, and Coach Golden told me several times this summer, this fall, this will be the last time we play you guys. So, um, <laughs> you know, unfor- unfortunately, that that's the case. Maybe we'll have a chance to play them in the Orange Bowl or something like that down the line. But I would I would mm-hmm. say it'll be a few year hi- a few years uh, hiatus before we go back to Florida. 
It's all right. We'll see him in the tournament. No big deal. No big deal. Hey. <laughs> Coach, That'd really be great for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> Coach, really appreciate the time. Congratulations again. Uh, there are a lot of super pumped people I haven't heard from in a long time who are suddenly, hey, you, uh, you got a, a hookup for tickets on Thursday. And so uh, I have a feeling that there's a lot of people that have had their, uh, their eyes open now. FAU beating Florida last night in Gainesville. Coach, congrats again. We'll talk to you Thursday, okay? Hey, Ken, appreciate it. There's a lot of positive news coming out of the program in the next couple of days also. So we're excited about the direction. Love it. Thank you so much, Coach. Appreciate it. That is Dusty May, FAU basketball coach, with us here on Ken LaVica Live. That's some foreshadowing at the end from Coach May? I think there is going to be a uh, significant um, mm. announcement today. I'm not at liberty to say, but it involves some uh, some cash. Mm. Some cash. Say some less. cash infusion. Lunch on y'all. Yeah. Lunch on y'all. Yeah, and he didn't even hesitate to drop that, you know, that pay game. That reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, that line. Like I, I do that love, like I do love, like, of course, Florida after last night. Yeah, we're not going to play you again. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the most gator thing of all time. Of course not. Yeah. Why would you want to challenge at the mid-major level? Yeah. You get a hand in an L and you're too sensitive. The owls are a liability. Yeah. Well, the coach wants to keep his job. Yeah, I mean, right, you can't right. keep losing the <laughs> Todd Golden's like, teams. bro, I'm three games in and I've already yeah. had a program loss that has, has fans angry at yeah. me. I had a friend that was tweeting. I didn't know what he was tweeting about last night. Now I realize. Yeah. Uh, so also, too, this is not some flash in the pan, though. FAU has been steadily improving the last four or five years, and uh, they do have a lot of expectations this year. They were picked to finish top five in the conference this year. It's a team with a bunch of veterans with some youth infused into it. So again, FAU plays Thursday against Bryant, a very good mid-major. Detroit on Saturday at the Borough, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUsports.com. Get your tickets. Let's go to Cody in Delray. Cody's on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Cody? Hey, I, I love that interview with Dusty May, but Stone. So you, so you asked him, do you like beating the other teams yep. so they can take it out on their significant other? Yep. I know you had to let him slide because it was a very nice interview, but just I'm going to give you the chance to go back on that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Uh, I appreciate that for giving me the platform. Like right in to the go middle back of that, on it. he said, "Hey, do you enjoy <laughs> making people angry so they go yell at their wife?" You know what? I, I think <laughs> I, I think I could have closed my eyes and just kind of enjoyed it myself. It kind of took me back when I used that line or asked him that question because me as a player, I feel like it was always something that motivated me. Like I always. Was looking at people. A domestic in the disturbance no. motivated you. You're just digging yourself a bigger hole now. I just love silencing. Like Dusty May said, I love silencing crowds. It's it's honestly there's no better feeling. Like you had hinted at earlier on in the in the show. There's just no better feeling. Cody, appreciate the call, and you're very right. Right in the middle of the interview, where Dusty <laughs> Dusty is talking Dusty's about. Dusty's just adver- I'm glad. And, he, and and Dusty's too nice a guy to be yeah. like, what are you talking about? Such a co- I love the coach's talk. You can just feel the passion off. He of this had guy. to go coach speak after that though, because when you said yell, yell you, at your you wives, let that one slip on the end for sure. Yeah, yeah, it slipped up. Like you were on track. Everything was going <laughs> straight. It was amazing. It was like one of those improv improvised Oh Lord. Improvision. Uh oh. Improvisation. Impro- improvisational Uh-oh. plays that quarterbacks are making. I have my, my it's it's my motor skills are messed up right now, man. <laughs> Both I must of have us. had I too think much fun last night. Motor, motor, uh, yeah, that was it too. So you know how like the quarterback's like dodging sacks, he's making like a, a lot of moves in the in the pocket, he's scrambling out, you're then like, he Oh yes, yeah. Then he throws it in double coverage in his interception. Triple that's, coverage. That's that's what uh that's what happened there. For sure. For sure. I mean but, I just hey coach, <laughs> coach, you just upset Florida. Do you like it when you make the opposing fans so mad they go home and yell at their significant other? 
<laughs> you know, I said I didn't remember that I actually oh, had said man. that, except for that, Cody and Del Rey. So I forgot about that as well. And that's when so you said good. it, I was like, oh, no. Oh, yeah. oh, he no. and I looked at one another. We were like, good <laughs> Lord, what man. Was, you know, I think what I was really doing was testing uh, Dusty May's, like, media training. Like, oh, can, that's yeah. what you were doing? Can he avoid, like, getting into this controversial topic about, you know, that's kind of where I was headed with that one. <laughs> yeah. So we thank Dusty May. We apologize for Stone's question to him, but we thank Dusty May for joining in the show. Go How owls. many different college coaches are, you, are we going to have to apologize for your I questions know. directed towards them? I know. I don't That's know if two. we can apologize to Lovey Smith. We propelled them. We motivated them, honestly, to get off did the hot Did he say Lovey Smith? He did say Lovey Smith. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Oh, my goodness. Do we have to You're bust out the R word? Are we going yeah. to bust out the R word he's here? About hit, yeah. like a, uh, he, he's about to hit the holy trinity yes. of, oh my goodness. Of, uh, of potentially <laughs> offensive screw-ups. Yes, yes. You've got the uh, – it was definitely not Lovey Smith that we not talked Lovie to. Smith. But it was a black man. It was a black guy. Dino Babers. It was a black guy. In the right Uh-oh. neighborhood. They're both are, we getting into the, are we getting into the can't tell the difference between two black men conversation with Stone? I'm trying to figure out. Do you remember who I am? I'm the TV guy. <laughs> my Brand- name starts with a T, not Tyree, but Brandon Dorsey. You're oh Brandon my God. Theodore Dorsey. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You got it. Listen, I guess they're both orange. You know, you guys saw where I went wrong. <laughs> man. Illinois, man. Syracuse. Yeah. Yep. yep. Lovey Smith is not the head coach at Illinois any longer. Though. I know. But okay. Yeah, I, I get I kind of get it a little bit now. The Texans come down to Hard Rock Stadium in two weeks. Do you think he'll <laughs> he'll walk to the sideline and be like, Dino? Yeah. Coach Babers! <laughs> I could do that too. <laughs> Advantage to pull that off. Yeah. Man. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN oh, 106.3. We are going to keep Stone wow. from hitting the holy trinity of <laughs> yeah. offensiveness here. Get that dump buddy <laughs> button ready. Uh, well, the way things are going, it is his dump buddy right dump now. Buddy. It's going to be his <laughs> friend. It's going to keep him employed. Uh, let me tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach is where I got my Kia K5 GT. What a lovely automobile it is as it cruises throughout South Florida. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Now, I say cruises through South Florida. It depends when I'm driving and where I'm driving because mm. there is a lot of stopped traffic and a lot of gridlock. But if you're going to be stopped in traffic because South Florida is just an overpopulated cesspool, you might as well do it in comfort and in style. And that's where my Kia K5 GT comes in because even if it's just brake lights galore in front of me, I know that I am driving in an automobile that is dependable, mm. it is safe, and it's eventually going to get me to where I need to be if I have my kids in tow, if I have a whole bunch of stuff I need to bring from one place to another. My Kia K5 GT is taking care of me, and I'm also not worried about the monthly payments because they are taking care of you. They have your back. They have the credit clinic on site at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. So easy to get to. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. And check out that selection online. When we return, we've got plenty more to come, including Tim Hardaway. Uh-oh. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We went through some mandatory sensitivity training with Stone Labanowitz in the break, and now he's good. And he's back on track. I would yeah. say he learned his lesson. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel new and improved. Who's the head coach at Syracuse? It is uh, Dino Baber. Who's the head coach of the Houston Texans? Lovey Smith. And they're not the same person. They're not. Good. Different, different guys. Good. 
Different Sensitivity guy. training has come to an end. Yeah. Congratulations. We gave him a certificate with stickers and everything. Yeah, we're going to give him one of those badges that Herschel Walker had. <laughs> no, no, no. Too soon, Theo. That's... Oh, man. Yes. We want to thank Dusty May, FAU head basketball coach, for joining us here on Ken Levick Alive. A big upset of the Gators. Hand in Florida that L last night. Uh, you are not taking an L if you hurt yourself. If you, you injure your joints, if you injure your foot or your ankle because of Baptist South Orthopedic care they're taking care of you their team is experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash ortho today baptist health orthopedic care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement spine and sports medicine care visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today baptist health orthopedic care has offices conveniently located in palm beach county through the florida keys learn more by visiting baptisthealthnet slash ortho want to spend a couple of minutes talking about one of my most passionate topics and that's beards it's facial hair mm. dudes talking about beards and that's what we're going to do uh paul shalhoub he is the mayor of lake clark shores he is litigation attorney at Schwed law he also is a man who right now, like I'm just trying to keep pace with his big-time beard with the 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November fundraising event upcoming Wednesday, November 30th at Palm Beach Gardens Marriott at 5.30. This is for charity. It's a great cause. We'll get and dive into that for a moment, but No Shave November. Paul, first off, thanks for coming by, but second, this is light work. Like We're just dudes growing beards. We can grow beards really well, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're doing a heck of a job. You I'll too, you, but... man. You look great. Uh, so there are there are two really good beards right now on the air. And then there was Theo and Stone. Yeah. And so <laughs> what I want to do, Paul, is Theo, we need to scout out Theo here because he's got he's got a the nice mustache area and here. then he's got the chin hair. Or something there. The old goatee. The, the yeah. Captain yeah. Morgan starter kit is what I call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes. That's a great description. But what about the sides, Theo? Have you ever tried to do the beard? I you know, especially during the pandemic. I, I tried to see how much I could let it grow out. I let my hair grow out. I had the fro going for a while, and I had the beard technically growing out. It was grown as it was going to be, mm -hmm. but there's not – you know how some people have patchy beards, and you're like, oh, your beard's kind of patchy. Maybe you get a little sheen, a little dye. I had, like, a patch okay. on both sides, a very small patch, um, oh. and it just didn't work out for me, so I, 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 I shave it all the time. Now, let me, let me ask you, Paul, when did you – and again, Paul Shalhoub with us here, litigation attorney, Schwedlaw, mayor of Lake Clark Shores. It is the 7th Annual Young Lawyer Section No Shave November fundraising event, Wednesday, November 30th. Um, when did you start gaining the ability to go full-fledged beard mode? Oh, well, probably around 18 or 19 oh, years old. Yes. Yeah, it started Thank early. You. I was shaving in high school, and I had a full-fledged beard by the time – I graduated at 18. Man, I could talk beards all day. Stone, <laughs> Stone, you you have stubble. Are well, you able to beard it up? I mean, it's funny you ask because I consider this my thick beard right here. <laughs> like, I think what I have on the sides, and I let it go down the neck a little bit. Just because you can see some full? facial hair doesn't mean it's a full beard. Yeah, well, it's my full beard. Okay. <sighs> but yeah. if it, can it go it any is. longer? It just thins out if I let it keep going right now. So, no, I can't. I can't. That's all I got. All right, that's all you got. So, Paul, it's you and I. It's it's hey. it's you and I. We're the elite the elite portion of the beard-growing unit right here. What's up with that? Uh, I, hey, you <laughs> yeah, know like, what? what? Is this some kind of, like, what is it? The chosen ones? Like, is there a 
birthright to beards? Like, I don't I think it's it. actually part of it. I, it's yeah, probably genetics a little bit. You genetics. can't question greatness. Right. Um. That's true. <laughs> it, and goodness. greatness comes in how much facial hair you oh can grow. Goodness. Sorry, Paul and I don't make the rules. Uh, young Lawyers Section No Shave November fundraising event that's aimed at growing cancer awareness within the community while raising funds to benefit local charity, Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope. And so... The This event, the No Shave November event, the Young Lawyers section being involved in this, again, and this is the seventh annual, how did this all get going and how has it sustained over the years, Paul? Sure, thank you. So uh, about eight or so years ago, I was going to hearings and mediations, depositions, and I'd see attorneys that normally are clean-shaven show up with beards or some scruff, a mustache, goatee, and it was the month of November, and I told them, hey, welcome to the club. <laughs> you know, and, and they said, no, 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 this is just for the month. This is just for November, Movember, No Shave November. And I'm like, well, are you doing anything else about it? Are you raising any awareness? Are you raising any funds? Is there a charitable aspect to it? And every single one of them said, no, nah, I'm just using it as an excuse to go in the office and not shave. Mm-hmm. So after hearing this from a number of guys, it started to bother me a little bit. And I said, you know, there's got to be a way that we can engage the community participate in No Shave November, and actually help members of our community at the same time. So I went to the Young Lawyers section. At the time, he was the president, Lou Delgado. Now he's Judge Lou Delgado. And I told him I had this idea to get a bunch of prominent men in our community to not shave for the month of November and go out and ask people to donate and raise money as they go through the whole month without shaving. And with his support and the support of the Young Lawyers section of the Palm Beach County Bar, we were able to make it happen. And so there are headliners for this event, prominent people in the community who are growing facial hair to the best of their ability, some better than others. Uh, I'm a headliner. Of course, Paul is a headliner. There's a number of us, though. And at this event, Wednesday, November 30th at the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott at 530, these beards then are going to be shaved off by barbers from Barber's Edge Barbershop. It is going to be a mass facial shaving at, at the, the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott. And again, uh, you, you can donate to charity as we are all growing out our beards for No Shave November. Participate, donate, caah.org. That's caah.org. Sorry, caah.org. And donate money. Participate. Be involved in this. And this has really grown into quite the event over the last several years. Absolutely. I think, uh, you know, when we started this, uh, the first event raised around $12,000 wow. a second was around 10, the third around 14 right before the pandemic in 2019, we raised over $45,000. And then the last year after taking COVID year off, we raised over $75,000 mm. and every single penny, every single penny raised by the headliners goes directly into a fund maintained by cancer Alliance of help and hope for the sole use of the men in our community who are going through cancer treatment and needed the money the most. So that's what makes this so special. Every dollar that these gentlemen are going out there and raising is going directly to benefit the men in our community. It's not going to overhead. It's not going to cost of the event. It's not going to anything but to the men who need it the most, and it's staying local and it's being raised local. The men suffering from cancer, the men who are fighting cancer, every cent, like Paul said, your Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope, anything you donate is going purely 100% unadulterated to that. C-A-H-H dot org. C-A-H-H dot org. Paul Shalhoub, the litigation attorney, Shwed Law, but the mayor of Lake Clark Shores. I don't think the last time I saw you or spoke to you Trying to think if you were the mayor of Lake Clark Shores. I wasn't yet. the mayor. Yeah, at the time. I was is, just a councilman. Yeah. So, uh, so now we've got 
got the boss man in here. <laughs> what is what's going on in Lake Clark Shores right now? I tell you, we what, we're, we're growing, and uh, the housing market has been wonderful. We had we had seen a twelve over twelve percent increase in uh, home values there. Lake Clark Shores is trending in the right direction for many years and for many years to come. Well, that's because Paul Shalhoub is the mayor. I like that. Right. I put it I like over that. the top right there. Do you have a sash? Do you ever wear a sash? No. A sash. no. Okay. Just, every now and then, I, would, I would pull it out every now and then the stunt. Theo thinks I, this I just, is like the Simpsons with Mayor Quimby. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just had to ask. I had to ask. You don't get this opportunity often. I'm a that's sports true. reporter. I'm not a news reporter that's anymore, true. so I can't that, sit next to mayors what if, every what day. What if he's like, I'm so glad you asked, and he pulled yeah. out the sash? Oh, that would exactly. <laughs> be a power move. Which is why you got to ask the question. You got it in your back pocket? Paul Shalhoub, the Mayor of Lake Clark Shores. And again, it's the 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November fundraising event. Wednesday, November 30th, Palm Beach Gardens, Marriott. Everything starts at 530. It's not just people showing up and uh, just watching a bunch of guys sit down and get shaved. There's a lot more to it. Come out, have drinks, hang out. Uh, It's a ton of fun. And then there's the shaving part of it, but that's fun in and of itself. Right. Uh, So it's just a good time. And again, what Paul mentioned, and this is the most important part, donate. Be a part of this because every cent of this goes to Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope and goes to the men who are battling cancer right now. C-A-H-H.org. C-A-H-H.org. The 7th Annual Young Lawyers Section No Shave November event benefiting Cancer Alliance of Help and Hope. C-A-H-H.org. Paul, always good to catch up. Always good to see you. And, uh... Uh, I know that you and I typically are sporting beards regardless, but I'm sure come November 30th, it'll be nice to take a little weight off of our face. Yeah, absolutely. That'll be the one day I go clean shaven, and then on December 1st, I start growing it back again. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you have kids? I do. So when you're clean shaving, are they like, oh my God, who is this guy? Yeah, they uh, they respond uniquely every year. They're <laughs> five, and the, my youngest will be three in January. So um, they touch me, and they're trying to figure out, like, where to go? Are you growing it back? And then as we get close to the event, my oldest will continue to ask me, when are you shaving your beard? When are you shaving your beard? When's it going? Because right now it's quite long, and, and uh-huh. they, they don't prefer it in this length. Okay, okay. <laughs> they like it more kept. I, yes. I understand that. I yeah. understand that. Well, Paul, awesome talking beards with you. Great beard, sir. Likewise, Ken. Thank you very much. Paul Mayor Lake Clark Shores. Find out more about the 7th Annual Young Lawyer Section No Shave November fundraising event. Go to CAHH.org and come on out to the Palm Beach Gardens Marriott Wednesday, November 30th at 5.30. We'll come back. More to come here on Ken LeVick Alive, including Temple of Troll. And there's a new bull name that we have to focus on. I'm intrigued by it. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. All right. Don the Banowitz, in case you're just joining us, we are on the verge of canceling him. Whoa. Cancel culture is hitting Stone the Banowitz. Uh, it's right at your door. The silent assassin Christian Cat tweets in, the podcast for hour two of today's show should be titled Stone Gets Canceled. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Stone the Banowitz, while we had on triumphant FAU head basketball coach Dusty May asked Coach May if he enjoys going to opposing arenas, beating 
the opposing team and causing the fans to get so angry they go home and yell at their significant others. That was step one of the Stolabanowitz cancellation. Yep, yep. Then that happens just moments later. Just, just, just moments later, like literally three heartbeats later. Yeah, you don't have to that. skip far, yeah. forward too fast in the uh, podcast the, to get to this. Stone pull. Yeah, that's, that's true. Don't even drag yeah. the little dot along the bar. Just press 15 seconds yeah. later and you're going to find You'll it. You'll hit right on it. Stone did the, they all look the same when he. Uh, Why are you laughing at that? Theo? He called Syracuse. It was on point. That's what he did. He called Syracuse head football coach uh, Dino Babers Lovey Smith. Uh, so, too. so Stone Stone is on the verge of being canceled, but Stone, you said you are trying to cancel Theo now? Yeah, you know, it's like I got to clear my name. So like, I've, been, <laughs> I've been trying to cook up these reasons, like how can I get Theo out of there? And, uh, Why not Ken? See, and this what, is going to be more on your cancellation wh- and, resume. And whoop-de-doo, Theo did it to himself. I'm not going to lie. I think what he just did there with Mayor Paul was just as disrespectful <laughs> as what I did. Asking him if he was going to... Mayor Paul Shalhoub of Lake Park Shores. This guy, this guy, this uneducated, uncultured guy talks about... Is that racist? Are you going to wear your... No, it's not because he said, are you going to wear your sash? Like, this guy's some cartoon. <laughs> like, it's 1962. Yeah, like he's a caricature of yeah, a mayor. Yeah, yeah. and he Wait, waves to the people in think, his sash. Why are you mayor. calling Theo uncultured, though? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't wear <laughs> sashes nowadays. This is 2022. <laughs> This is not. Well, I mean, that's true. Like Shriners, <laughs> Shriners wear sashes. Like Queen Hold Elizabeth. On. Queen Elizabeth wears a <laughs> sash. Not. Hold on. No. You know. Hold on. I thought it was there, kind of disrespectful. This is a big man, big yeah. boss right here in us. Okay. Now I will say, when I said it, I was like, that's slightly patronizing to him in his, <laughs> yeah. in his mayorship. Yeah. It is. You it did was. decide to go for it. It did. But it was. And too it was face to face. It was sitting too late. two feet away from him. He was right late. here. Same with me. I feel you. It was too late. It was you know? too late, right? Bobby Smith came out. I was like, uh-oh. But here's the thing, though. I knew his right arm was facing me. And, and for the, the listeners don't know, but he just had a, a shoulder surgery, so he couldn't reach out and slap me if he wanted yeah. to. So I was right. protected. Yeah, I couldn't cheek check you yeah, like Jesus would. Check. <laughs> but no, I didn't mean it in a demeaning way. But when he said mayor, that's the only thing I could think of. And I had to get it out. I had to get it out. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I know he does a lot of important stuff outside yes. of the sash. Uh, you know awesome what? guy. I, I feel like, you know what, I'll admit to, to fault today, too, <laughs> because I, for a split second, as I earlier was saying, hey, Wales, England, if you thought yeah, Queen yeah. Elizabeth dying yeah. was bad, just wait until U.S. soccer finds you in the first two <laughs> matches of the World Cup. I momentarily felt bad about that. Yeah. So I will also, well, I appreciate while that. we're airing out everybody else's um, uh, issues that they have presented today and wrought to them being canceled, I will also admit to at least dipping my toe in the cancel pool. Yeah, I'm, okay? not, I'm not going, the ship's not going down alone. You yeah. guys are coming you, with me so here. So we all got to go <laughs> And I appreciate you Grab guys, though, for stepping up. This show absolutely is the Titanic. We are about to head uh. to the bottom of the sea, never to be heard from again, at least for 75 years. Okay? Um, I This caught my attention, and this is silly. This is, this is silly. This is not hardcore sports talk, but it did bring me back to my childhood because uh, as I was, was, was checking this out yesterday, I noticed that on social media, it has been debuted a new, a brand new bowl game. So, you know there's been the Cheez-It Bowl. Yes. For several years in Orlando, right? Well, now, the Citrus Bowl, also playing in Orlando, the title sponsor is the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Because as everybody knows, there's no better food combination than cheese and citrus. That's weird. That's right. Oh, man. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Just hearing it makes my stomach start to churn. Yeah. But here's why. 
Well, well, I think, can we guess? I mean, oh, I guess not. No, yeah, guess. Guess why. I, I just find it really weird. It was like they were in a meeting, and you had the people, the higher-ups in the cheese it Company and the higher-up in the Citrus Bowl <laughs> Company, and they were like, no, we want the name to be the Citrus Bowl. It's like, oh, we want the name to be the cheese it Bowl. Well, and they couldn't come to an agreement, so they're like, fine, we all get it. And they just put them both on there. I don't no, know how else That is happens. definitely not what happened. But citrus is in the... <laughs> Citrus, citrus is the is name of the company. bowl. Right, it's not a company. It's the bowl game. The, well, the Citrus Bowl. Oh, the so they were bowl like, oh, I thought not. you thought that there was a company called Citrus. No, no, the Citrus Bowl people are like, we're not changing it. Oh, like, well, okay. We still want our name on it. Fine, no, we'll just both do it. No, 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 but there's already a Cheez-It Bowl, so you can't have a second Cheez-It Bowl. So there was no like tug of war over what the name of the bowl uh, was going to be. What happened is Cheez-It said, hey. You bought a second bowl? Yeah, we would like to be the title sponsor. We have some extra Cheez-It money laying around. Hey, Citrus Bowl. <laughs> Extra we, cheese. You have an open title <laughs> yeah, sponsorship, so the, here you go. It. Yeah. How'd you miss that? They have extra cheese. They have extra cheese. Oh, Why would good. you? Yeah, you got to hit You usually that. are the ones I'm sorry. On How would you? I'm sorry. That was very mean of me. Yeah. And I apologize for just steamrolling over that. That was no, well done. Not only did you steamroll over it, you more so offended me by not doing it because this is your thing. I'm getting canceled now. Yeah. <laughs> this is your thing. I had to step in and do it. <laughs> um. This is but great for me. when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, and this is no joke, I used to drink orange juice. With everything, everything. And one of my go-tos for a snack was Ritz crackers, melted cheddar cheese with a big, tall glass of orange juice. Wow. Everything. And I does it, now, now, Stone having that reaction, to me, tells me just how gross it is. Oh, yeah. Because this man houses like five steaks at a time. Yeah. He lays in bed and eats pierogies. Yeah. He downs Takis oh, yeah. like he's got it, a heroin addiction, except the heroin <laughs> is Takis. Mm. And for him to have that reaction, and this was common for me, orange <laughs> juice with basically Ritz nachos and salsa. Salsa, Whoa, okay. cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. orange juice. Yeah, what, what are you doing? That's, yeah, that's but bad. that reminded me of that. The, like It's bringing oh. me back to my childhood, the cheese and citrus bowl. It seems like a weird combination, cheese. And citrus, but I lived it. I lived it. It was part of my childhood, and now it's back, you, and it's hurting my stomach thinking about it. You were eating, like, poverty nachos <laughs> yeah. with, Wait, with, hold on. with orange are, juice. Ritz crackers are more expensive than tortilla chips, so I would argue that it's not poverty nachos. <laughs> no, I would argue same. that it's elite nachos. It's upper-class nachos. It's, it's, like, it's like the same thing as using a slice of bread as a hot dog bun when you run out of hot no, dog buns. No, it's not. Yes. It's like you got to go to the backup. Is using buttery, delicious Ritz crackers is your nacho base like using white bread folded around a hot dog as your bun? Because I say those are two entirely different things. No, 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 no. You know what is the equivalent of that is using saltine crackers as your nacho base. Ritz crackers classes up the joint. Theo, would you kind of disagree? I kind of want to go the opposite. Yeah, saltine crackers are, are like a better yeah. delicacy than Ritz crackers. They're yeah. thinner, they're they're thinner more Tostito-like. Yeah. What's, what's more poverty is a cracker? Saltine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could go so many different ways. And we did it. Kane is canceled. It's, it's over with. This is... <laughs> hey, all you crackers out there. What's more poverty is a cracker? A saltina or a Ritz? 888-760-3776. Oh 888-760-3776. What's more of a poverty cracker? A saltina oh or a Ritz? Gosh. 
Because I say a Ritz is infinitely more high class than a saltine. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Poverty nachos. We Nonsense. Ritz crackers are buttery and delicious. I don't know. It's, they're poverty nachos, man. When you're, when you're adding salsa and ingredients to them like that, man, it's like, not. what are you trying to cook up there? Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, honestly, it's a little it's weird. It's not the same like thing as parents... putting white bread around a hot dog, which I've done plenty of times. Oh, plenty. That's plenty. honestly more respectable. No! Why the disrespect for the Ritz? What's more of a poverty cracker? You're such a big Ritz guy. Saltines or Ritz crackers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We take calls from crackers or about crackers when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. My Ritz crackers would be more poverty if I was using easy cheese on them. You melt that cheese on them, Ritz crackers, it's like the caviar of crackers. <laughs> I'll try it tonight and I'll let you know. I'm not excited. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. You might you might need some uh, medicinal inducing <laughs> to make you enjoy that. Well, don't drink it with the orange juice like I did when I was a kid. No way. Saltines are low end, no, like cheapy. I'm with you. Just because they crumble a little easier, like doesn't make them low end. And they're They're the cheapest. No, they're basic. They're They're basic. They're basic crackers. I think they're more saltier than a Ritz. They are. There's more salt on those. There's more salt on saltines. Ritz is buttery and delicious. I would rather take baked. I would saltines take, are just like salty and square and basic. I'll take thin and salty over thick and buttery. Yeah, any day of for the week. sure. In a cracker? Yes. No, no. Give me a salt. That cracker melts on your tongue. It's delicious. Saltines they just make your mouth dry. They they suck up your soul. Mm. A Ritz cracker is like a Popeye's biscuit. But go ahead. Oh my God! Are you people <laughs> high? Your culinary delights, your culinary preferences, that's poverty. Kenny's in West Palm. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Hey, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Hey, I got to say, saltine crackers are synonymous synonymous with poverty carbs. I got to say. <sighs> See? Yeah, oh. I got to say. It's, like, say it's, it's basically eating cardboard with salt on oh. it. And appreciate the call. Saltines are poverty. There's nothing lower than a saltine in the cracker hierarchy. I, guess I don't know, man. That's there are more yeah, in a saltine box than there are Ritz, probably so because they more. can pump so many out the margin, right? Yes, because yeah, it's a poor man's cracker. That's fine. No, that's fine. I can't have that. I can't have that. I don't Not know. On my watch. I don't know if we would ever win that battle because yeah, the saltines are at the bottom. They're on the bottom shelf, right? Yeah. Because, and and they're the cheapest. You maybe, can get a whole. Maybe box. I'm sorry. When affordable it comes, doesn't doesn't. When it comes to snack crackers, it's the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Ritz crackers are the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Um, eh, they're like the Jupiter Island. I was about to say no. Come on, Ritz are not better than saltines, man. That's just and also if they were so much contest. better. Why is he decking them out with fake cheese and sauce? Because I like nachos. I like melted cheese on things. Yeah, yeah, I put melted so cheese good. on everything. They're so good. Why do you have to use all those additives? Okay, a lot of times Barry I'll Bonds. just eat rich crackers you know, I, I, by himself. The, the problem is we would lose in the court of public opinion. Yeah, I think a lot of people are haters Haters yeah. on saltines. No, because yeah. they have common sense with their taste buds. Uh, it, they just haven't been in the trenches. Yeah. 
What does that mean? It's us, me, Stone, and Skip Bayless are, are Mar- grinders. Married to the game. Yeah. <laughs> married to the saltine. That's right. His and, and his wife first. married to a cracker. <laughs> Theo Dorsey and Stone. I'm Ken. Bye bye. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the Anajar yeah, yeah. and Levine Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm yeah. Beach, do you it. are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. All right, Stone Labanowitz. In case you're just joining us. We are on the verge of canceling him. Whoa. Cancel culture is hitting Stone Labanowitz. Uh, it's right at your door. The silent assassin Christian Cat tweets in, the podcast for hour two of today's show should be titled Stone Gets Canceled. <laughs> if you're just joining us, Stone Labanowitz, while we had on triumphant FAU head basketball coach Dusty May, asked Coach May if he enjoys going to opposing arenas, beating the opposing team, and causing the fans to get so angry they go home and yell at their significant others. That was step one of the Stone Banowitz cancellation. Yep, yep. Then, that happens. just moments later. Just, just, just moments later. Like, literally three heartbeats later. Yeah, you don't have to that. skip far, yeah. forward too fast in the uh, podcast the, to get to this. Stone pull. Yeah, that's, that's true. Don't even drag yeah. the little dot along the bar. Just press 15 seconds yeah. later, and you're going to find You'll it. You'll hit right on it. Stone did the, they all look the same. When he uh, why are you laughing at that? He called Syracuse on point. That's what he did. He called Syracuse head football coach uh, Dino Babers Lovey Smith. Uh, So so Stone Stone is on the verge of being canceled. But Stone, you said you are trying to cancel Theo now. Yeah, you know, it's like I got to clear my name. So like I've I've been trying to cook up these reasons. Like how can I get Theo out of there? (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, Why not Ken? See, and this what, is going to be more on your cancellation resume. And whoop de doo Theo did it to himself. I'm not going to lie. I think what he just did there with Mayor Paul was just as disrespectful <laughs> as what I did. Asking him if he was going to— Mayor Paul Shalhoub of Lake Park Shores. This guy, this guy, this uneducated, uncultured guy talks about— Is that racist? Are you going to wear your— No, it's not because he said, are you going to wear your sash? Like, this guy's some cartoon. <laughs> like, it's 1962. Yeah, like he's a caricature of yeah, a mayor. Yeah, yeah. and he Wait, waves to the people in think, his sash. Why are you mayor. calling Theo uncultured, though? Yeah. Because yeah. they don't wear <laughs> sashes nowadays. This is 2022. <laughs> This is not. Well, I mean, that's true. Like Shriners, <laughs> Shriners wear sashes. Like Queen well, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth wears a <laughs> sash. On, not hold on. no, you know. I thought it was there, kind of disrespectful. This is a big man, big yeah. boss right here in us. Okay, now I will say when I said it. I was like, that's slightly patronizing to him in his, <laughs> yeah. in his mayorship. Yeah. It is. You it did was. decide to go for it. It did. But it was and too late. And it was face-to-face. It he was, was sitting two feet away from him. He was right late. here. Same with me. I feel you. It was too late. It was you know? too late, right? Robbie Smith came out. I was like, uh-oh. But here's the thing, though. I knew his right arm was facing me. And, and for the, the listeners don't know, but he just had a, a shoulder surgery, so he couldn't reach out and slap me if he wanted yeah. to. So I was right. protected. Yeah, he couldn't cheek check you yeah, like Jesus would. <laughs> but no, I didn't mean it in a demeaning way. But when he said mayor, that's the only thing I could think of. And I had to get it out. I had to get it out. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I know he does a lot of important stuff yes. outside of the sash. Uh, you know awesome what? guy. I, I feel like, you know what, I'll admit to, to fault today, too, <laughs> because I, for a split second, as I earlier was saying, hey, Wales, England, if you thought yeah, Queen yeah. Elizabeth dying yeah. was bad, just wait until U.S. soccer <laughs> finds you in the first two matches of the World Cup. I momentarily felt bad about that. Yeah. So I will also, well, I appreciate while that. we're airing out everybody else's um, uh, issues that they have presented today and wrought to them being canceled, I will also admit to at least dipping my toe in the cancel pool. Yeah, I'm, okay? not, I'm not going, the ship's not going down alone. 
You yeah. guys are coming you, with me so here. So we all got to go <laughs> And I appreciate you guys for stepping up. This show absolutely is the Titanic. We are about to head uh. to the bottom of the sea, never to be heard from again, at least for 75 years. Okay? Um, I This caught my attention, and this is silly. This is, this is silly. This is not hardcore sports talk, but it did bring me back to my childhood because – uh, as I was 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 checking this out yesterday, I noticed that on social media it has been debuted a new, a brand new bowl game. So you know, there's been the Cheez It Bowl, yes, for several years in Orlando, right? Well, now the Citrus Bowl also playing in Orlando. The title sponsor is the Cheez It Citrus Bowl. Because as everybody knows, there's no better food combination than cheese and citrus. That's weird. That's right. Oh, man. The Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. Just hearing it makes my stomach start to churn. Yeah. But here's why. Well, go, well, I think, can we guess? I mean, oh, I guess not. No, yeah, guess. Guess why. I, I just find it really weird. It was like they were in a meeting, and you had the people... The higher ups in the Cheez It Company and the higher up in the Citrus Bowl company, they were like, "No, we want the name to be the Citrus Bowl. It's like, oh, we want the name to be the Cheez It Bowl." Well, and they couldn't come to an agreement, so they're like, "Fine, we all get it," and they just put them both on there. I don't no, know how else. That this is happens. definitely not what happened. Citrus is in the <laughs> citrus. Citrus is the is name of the company. bowl, right? It's not a company. I know. It's the bowl game. In the, well, the Citrus Bowl. Oh, the citrus so they were bowl like, oh, "I thought you thought that there was a company called Citrus." No, no, the Citrus Bowl people are like, we're not changing it. They're oh, like, well, we no. still want our name on it. Fine, no, we'll just both do it. No, 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 but there's already a Cheez-It Bowl, so you can't have a second Cheez-It Bowl. So there was no like tug of war over what the name of the bowl uh, was going to be. What happened is Cheez-It said, hey. bought a second bowl? Yeah, we would like to be the title sponsor. We have some extra Cheez-It money laying around. Hey, Citrus Bowl. <laughs> Extra we, cheese. You have an open title <laughs> yeah, sponsorship, he, he so the, here you go. It. How'd yeah. you miss that? They have extra cheese. They have extra cheese. Oh, Why would good. you? Yeah, you got to hit you that. You usually are the ones I'm sorry, on you? I'm sorry. That was very mean of me. Yeah. And I apologize for just steamrolling over that. That was no, well done. Not only did you steamroll over it, you more so offended me by not doing it because this is your thing. I'm getting canceled now. Yeah. <laughs> this is your thing. I had to step in and do it. <laughs> um this is but great for me. When I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, and this is no joke, I used to drink orange juice. With everything, everything. And one of my go-tos for a snack was Ritz crackers, melted cheddar cheese with a big, tall glass of orange juice. Wow. Everything. And I does it, now, now, Stone having that reaction, to me, tells me just how gross it is. Oh, yeah. Because this man houses like five steaks at a time. Yeah. He lays in bed and eats pierogies. Yeah. He downs Takis oh, yeah. like he's got a heroin addiction, except the heroin <laughs> is Takis. Mm. And for him to have that reaction, and this was common for me, orange <laughs> juice with basically Ritz nachos and salsa. Salsa, Whoa, okay. cheese, yeah, yeah, yeah. orange juice. Yeah, what, what are you doing? That's, yeah, that's but bad. that reminded me of that. The, like It's bringing oh. me back to my childhood. The cheese at Citrus Bowl, it seems like a weird combination, cheese. And citrus, but I lived it. I lived it. It was part of my childhood, and now it's back, you, and it's hurting my stomach thinking about it. You were eating, like, poverty nachos. <laughs> yeah. With, Wait, with, hold on. With Why orange are, juice. Ritz crackers are more expensive than tortilla chips, so I would argue that it's not poverty nachos. <laughs> no, I would argue that it's elite nachos. It's upper-class nachos. It's, it's, like, it's like the same thing as using a slice of bread as a hot dog bun when you run out of hot no, dog buns. No, it's not. Yes. It's like you got to go to the backup. Is using buttery, delicious Ritz crackers is your nacho base like using white bread 
folded around a hot dog as your bun. Because I say those are two entirely different things. No, 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 no. You know what is the equivalent of that is using saltine crackers as your nacho base. Ritz crackers classes up the joint. Theo, would you kind of disagree? I kind of want to go the opposite. Yeah, saltine crackers are, are like a better yeah. delicacy they're, than Ritz what? crackers. They're yeah. thinner, oh, they're they're thinner more Tostito-like. Yeah. What's, what's more poverty is a cracker? <laughs> Salt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could go so many different ways, and we did it. Can is canceled. It's it's over with. This is this is. Hey, all you crackers out there! What's more poverty is a cracker, a saltine or a Ritz? 888-760-3776. What's more of a poverty cracker, a saltine oh or a Ritz? Gosh. Because I say a Ritz is infinitely more high class than a saltine. 888-760-3776. Poverty nachos. We Nonsense. Ritz crackers are buttery and delicious. I don't know. It's, they're poverty nachos, man. When you're, when you're adding salsa and ingredients to them like that, man, it's like, what are you trying to cook up there? Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah, honestly, it's a little it's weird. It's not the same like thing as parents... putting white bread around a hot dog, which I've done plenty of times. Oh, plenty. That's plenty. honestly more respectable. No! Why the disrespect for the Ritz? What's more of a poverty cracker? You're such a big Ritz guy. Saltines or Ritz crackers? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We take calls from crackers or about crackers when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPDB News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. My Ritz crackers would be more poverty if I was using easy cheese on them. You melt that cheese on them, Ritz crackers, it's like the caviar of crackers. <laughs> I'll try it tonight and I'll let you know. I'm not excited. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. You might you might need some uh, medicinal inducing <laughs> to make you enjoy that. Well, don't drink it with the orange juice like I did when I was a kid. No way. Saltines are low end, no, like cheapy. I'm with you. Just because they're not. they crumble a little easier, like and, doesn't make them low end. And they're, they're the cheapest. Most, no, they're basic. They're, they're cheap. basic. Good. They're basic crackers. I think they're more saltier than a Ritz they cracker. They are. There's more what? salt on those. There's so? more salt on saltines. That yeah. Ritz is buttery and delicious. I would rather take baked. I would saltines take, are just like salty and square and basic. I'll take thin and salty over thick and buttery. Yeah. Any day of the week. For sure. And a cracker? Yes. No, no. Give me a salt. That cracker melts on your tongue. It's delicious. Saltines, they just make your mouth dry. They they suck up your soul. Mm. A Ritz cracker is like a Popeye's biscuit. But go ahead. Oh, my God. Are you people <laughs> high? Your culinary delights, your culinary preferences, that's poverty. Kenny's in West Palm. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Hey, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Hey, I got to say, saltine crackers are synonymous synonymous with poverty carbs. I got to say. See? Yeah, I got to say. It's it's basically eating cardboard with salt on it. And appreciate the call. Saltines are poverty. There's nothing lower than a saltine in the cracker hierarchy. I, guess I don't know, man. That's there are more yeah, in a saltine box than there are Ritz, probably so because they more. can pump so many out the margin, right? Yes. 
Because yeah. it's a poor man's cracker. That's fine. No. That's fine. I can't have that. I can't have that. I don't Not know on we'll, my watch. I don't know if we would ever win that battle because, yeah, the Saltines are at the bottom. They're on the bottom shelf, right? Yeah. Because, and, and they're the cheapest. You can maybe, get a whole box. I'm sorry. When affordable it comes, doesn't, doesn't. When it comes to snack crackers, it's the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Ritz crackers are the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Um, eh, They're like the Jupiter Island. I was about to say, no, come on. Ritz are not better than saltines, man. That's just – and also, if they were so much contest. better, why is he decking them out with fake cheese and sauce? Because I like nachos. I like melted cheese on things. Yeah, yeah, I put melted so cheese good. on everything. They're so good. Why do you have to use all those additives? Okay, a lot of times Barry I'll Bonds. just eat Ritz crackers you know, I, I, by I, himself. The problem is we would lose in the court of public opinion. Yeah, I think a lot of people are haters, haters yeah. on saltines. No, because yeah. they have common sense with their taste buds. It, they just haven't been in the trenches. Yeah. What does that mean? It's us, me, Stone, and Skip Bayless are, are <laughs> grinders. Married to the game. Yeah. <laughs> married to the saltine. That's right. His, and, and his wife, first. married to a cracker. <laughs> Theo Dorsey and Stone, I'm Ken. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. My Ritz crackers would be more poverty if I was using easy cheese on them. You melt that cheese on them, Ritz crackers, it's like the caviar of crackers. <laughs> I'll try it tonight and I'll let you know. I'm not excited. I'm telling you, it's going to be good. You might you might need some uh, medicinal inducing <laughs> to make you enjoy that. Well, don't drink it with the orange juice like I did when I was a kid. No way. Saltines are low end, no, like cheapy. I'm with you. Just Theo, because not. they crumble a little easier, like and, doesn't make them low end. And they're, they're the cheapest. Most, no, they're basic. They're, they're basic. They're basic crackers. I think they're more saltier than a Ritz they cracker. They are. There's more what? salt on those. There's salt? more salt on saltines. That, yeah, Ritz that's, is buttery and delicious. I would rather take baked. Thin, I would saltines take, are just like salty and square and basic. I'll take thin and salty over thick and buttery. Yeah, any day of for the week. sure. And a cracker? Yes. No, no. Give me a salt. That cracker melts on your tongue. It's delicious. Saltines just make your mouth dry. They they suck up your soul. Mm. A Ritz cracker is like a Popeye's biscuit. But go ahead. Oh my God! Are you people high? Your culinary delights, your culinary preferences, that's poverty. Kenny's in West Palm. What's up, Kenny? What's going on, guys? How are you, brother? Hey, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Hey, I got to say, saltine crackers are synonymous synonymous with poverty carbs. I got to say. Uh, <laughs> see? Yeah, uh, I got to say. It. It's, I like, say it's, it. it's basically eating cardboard with salt uh, on it. And appreciate the call. Saltines are poverty. There's nothing lower than a saltine in the cracker hierarchy. I, guess I don't know, man. That's th- there are more yeah, in the saltine box than there are Ritz, probably so because they more. can pump so many out the margin, right? Yes, because yeah, it's a poor man's cracker. That's fine. No, that's fine. I can't have that. I can't have that. I don't Not know. If we'll, I don't know if we would ever win that battle because yeah, the saltines are at the bottom. They're on the bottom shelf, right? Yeah, because, and and they're the cheapest. You maybe, can get a whole. Maybe box I'm sorry. When affordable it comes, doesn't doesn't. When it comes to snack crackers, it's the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Ritz crackers are the Palm Beach of snack crackers. Um, eh, they're like the Jupiter Island. I was about to say no. Come on, Ritz are not better than saltines, man. That's just and also if they were so much contest. better. Why is he? 
decking them out with fake cheese and sauce. Because I like nachos. I like melted cheese on things. Yeah, yeah, I put melted so cheese good. on everything. They're so good. Why do you have to use all those additives? Okay, a lot of times Berry I'll bonds. just eat Ritz crackers you know, I, I, by himself. The problem is we would lose in the court of public opinion. Yeah, I think a lot of people are haters, haters yeah. on saltines. No, because yeah. they have common sense with their taste buds. Uh, it, they just haven't been in the trenches. Yeah. What does that mean? It's us, me, Stone, and Skip Bayless are, are Mar- grinders. Married to the game. Yeah. <laughs> married to the saltine. That's right. His, and, and his wife, first. married to a cracker. <laughs> Theo Dorsey and Stone, I'm Ken. Bye-bye.